Salaam Alaikum. Mr. Moderator, our distinguished guests, brothers and sisters, our friends and, and our enemies. <laughs> Welcome to the Lion's Den. How's everybody doing? On today's agenda, and I do this with heavy heart, I hate it when someone that I believe or perceive to be uh, aware, I don't like that word woke, You've all, you, you, the, the, the general public has sullied that word to the point where I don't even like using it. Someone who's aware does a Negro PM move. So now I'm questioning, what is your motive, motherfucker? And that person is Angela Rye. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with her or heard the uh, Breakfast Club interview she did with Charlotte the God. But, uh... I was very concerned about the rhetoric that was coming out of her mouth concerning Cory Booker and Camilla Harris's uh, campaign demise. She cites that it's our fault that they did not, uh, they weren't contenders. We didn't support them enough. A whole laundry list of of, of reasons why they didn't cross uh, the finish line, and. I was taken aback. Uh, I, I, I urge you to go listen to that interview. And if you're a person that can see, you'll see how problematic that interview was. Because of her voice and because of the position that she holds in the black community or in some realms of the black community, why it was problematic for her to do this interview and use the words that she used. Because let's be clear. Cory Booker and Camilla Harris law uh, didn't weren't able to continue because their platforms were shit. 
their backgrounds alone, it wasn't enough. They were pandering and buck dancing and faking and masquerading. And I believe that the black community is tired of watching these shucking and jiving Negroes usher their way into the spotlight. You got Curry Booker who got this T-Dog story. And if you know, if you're familiar with Cory Booker, you know, he's, he, there's <laughs> a lot going on with him that I'm just not too sure about. Even if he was in the last two, I wouldn't vote for him. It ain't nothing about being black because if your platform ain't shit, that, that means the black agenda ain't on it. So I'm, I'm, I'm moving zero squares in the game of life. Why would I vote for you? Camilla Harris, whack ass. As a prosecutor, locked up more black men than the Lord allowed. And she's proud of her record. Why would I vote for you when you're for incarcerating people that look like me and you? But then I saw that she was married to a white man and it made sense. Sorry. If you're interracially uh, hooked up and you're upset by that. In the realm of which I'm speaking, her being with a white man is problematic. Because I don't believe you can be pro-black and be with somebody white. There's a, a conflict of interest. And I'll get into that in another podcast. But to make my point clear, Cory Booker and Camilla Harris are Negro peons. And I believe that a lot in the black community are starting to be able to identify these masquerading Negroes. And we just cancel them off rip. Why would I want to vote for a woman president that have locked up more black men and I got black sons? Locked up more black men and she made a record. She, uh, I think she broke a record for locking up black men. And I'm supposed to vote for you as president? I'm supposed to consider you a candidate? Someone who will represent me and my values and wants? And benefit and things that are beneficial to me as well as my children as a black woman. No, I'm not. Of, I'm not of the school of thought. The lesser of two evils. That is such a slave mentality logic. My frequency won't go that low. I have yet to see a black candidate or a candidate, a minority candidate with Black agenda man. I don't even expect the white motherfuckers to do it. Because if you're winning the fucking race, why would you trip yourself up so your opponent can win? So I expect the white motherfuckers to automatically not put anything on the agenda. As far as what's going on in the black community and the things that we need. I expect that. Someone that looks like me in an ILD, in an ideal situation, we'll put our needs and wants first. But unfortunately, in this country, black people are made to feel guilty when we want something for ourselves, but we are encouraged to want things for other people. They use us as numbers for whatever cause they want to plug us into, whether it be the feminist movement, the Me Too movement, because when things happen to us, all of these people are silent. No feminist spoke up for Sandra Bland. No uh, 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 
white boy league spoke up for Mike Brown or Trayvon Martin. So to me, I'm looking for a black candidate that has black agenda in mind. And, you know, she also cited that there was no clear black agenda. And I know for a fact that there are many grassroots organizations that have and have posted the things that the black community need and want. And it's online. It's different ones, but it's online. So it's not like it doesn't exist of uh, what kind of, at least an outline of what you should be moving towards if you want the black vote. Which goes into another... Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. I drank some water before this podcast. Now I'm belching. But... How can you expect me to want to vote for you and you have nothing on the table about me and people who look like me? Every white man that has hit that White House has done things for white people. But when we say we want someone in there who looks like us that will do things for black people, there's all these justifications on why it can't happen, it shouldn't happen, oh, that's racist, oh, you guys are selfish, I mean, whatever, plug in whatever, because white privilege screams bullshit, and you can pick any number of things. How am I to feel male guilty? Because this damn integration, they don't see us as separate from them, only in a derogatory manner. They don't respect us as a nation. They think we're on the bottom of their feet. So it's easy for them to dismiss the things that are going on in our community. So for Angela Rye to get on a nationally syndicated radio show and blame and point the finger at black people for the reason why Cory Booker and Camilla Harris didn't make it is intellectually dishonest. And she knows it. I don't believe Angela Rye to be a stupid woman. And the reason why I gravitated towards her, because she was letting them rice-skinned motherfuckers have it on their own networks, saying truthful things and getting down to the meat of what the fuck's going on. Fuck all this bullshit y'all trying to say. This is what the fuck is important. I've already respected her for that. This one interview... Fuck me up. Because now, I'm like, are you one of those motherfuckers who are Negro peeing on the inside and revolutionary on the outside? Are you presenting yourself to be a, a, a for black liberation, but you're really serving the white supremacist agenda? Or is Babylon getting better at who they put in front of us? But see, the only thing about the Negro peony is they can't hide it for long. They will say or do some shit that will let you know what they speak is not what they talk, I mean, what they walk. Then I look at the fact she was with Common, who said, if we just be nicer to the white people, they'll, you know, be our friends. And I'm paraphrasing. You were with a Negro peony. And I thought maybe she had, maybe she was trying to elevate him. 
So, I let it slide. Maybe he was the European when they met, and she's working on him. Some bitches take on projects like that. I am not one of those. If you're not already aware, know what the fuck's going on out here, get the fuck away from me. Because your mammy and your pappy should have taught you. I'm not an educator. I did not go to school for that. So therefore, I'm not trying to educate you on some shit you should already know as a black person in America. Sorry. You can't live in this country and look through rose-colored glasses. Negroes to do that find themselves in a conundrum all the time. I want to be aware. Even if I can't control who's kicking me in my ass, I want to know who's fucking doing it who, uh, what, and who the foot belongs to. I was so disappointed in Angela Rye. Because now you're jumping on board with the narrative that black folks ain't shit. We ain't interested in politics and da 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 No, quite frankly, we're not interested in politics because the superstructure is not built for us to win. We will not get liberation through the white supremacy superstructure. They made it to where that would be impossible. So any black person that tells me we got to use the system to beat the system already know where their brain is at. And that's basically what she was saying in that interview. How can we break the system if we don't use the system to break the system? The system was designed so you couldn't break it. The only way to uh, break it is not to fuck with it. But we're so entrenched and so invested that one day the right-skinned population would be like, you know what? We really did you guys dirty and we're so sorry here. Let, let's make it up to you. Let's let us atone for the atrocities. Let us atone for bringing your ancestors over here in chains. Let us atone for feeding your babies alligators. Let us atone for breaking up your families and beating and raping and murdering you and lynching you for 500 years. Let's atone for that. It's never going to happen. You have white individuals that give a fuck about that shit, but white people as a collective don't give a fuck about that shit. Jane Elliott has proven it. Tim Wise has proven it. I call them the white people whisperers because they can move in white spaces and lay out the black plight and show examples and change minds. Not every mind, but a few here and there. And it's a damn shame that they speak more eloquently about the black experience than people like Angela Rye. Shame on you, Angela Rye. Shame on you. Why would you do something like that? You throw our community under the bus. First of all, now, when I get into this, let me just say, if you want to vote, vote. If you don't want to vote, don't vote. We live in a free country, allegedly. So therefore, you have a right to participate in the politics process or not. And I want to hear that shit. You don't have a right to complain. Bullshit. 
I have a mouth that God gave me and I can produce sound at through it at will whenever I get ready to. I don't have to cast a vote to leave my opinion at the door like every fucking body else. Because it might be nobody I want to vote for. And I'm not of lesser two evils logic. And there are people like me. The lesser two evils is still evil. That's such an asinine statement. And whoever came up with that shit need to be drug out to the street and shot. That's fucking stupid. And it only feeds into the people that are low frequency that are easily tipped with statements like that. Or the biggest one. Your ancestors died to vote. No. Our ancestors, our ancestors died for the right to exist. For the right to exist. Were there people in the movement for black people to vote that died for that particular cause? Yes. But as a whole, our ancestors were fighting to exist. We're fighting for freedom. They were trying to get away from this shit. They don't want to be here. You done took us away from our people. And then so many generations went through. That people just got used to being here. Used to being hostages. And then they built this country on our backs. And so for you, those of you to say, if you don't like it, leave, fuck you. Because my ancestors built this shit and invented most of the shit over here. You leave, you lazy some of my bitches. Because if I got to go, you do too. Because the Indian shit and the Mexicans, this was their shit first. So let's be clear about how history moved. You can't do history politically correct. It is what the fuck it is. Our ancestors fought for the right to exist, for the right to breathe. Not to vote. Stop using that as a guilt trip to get people to vote because for real, it's an insult to intelligence. And it pisses me off. Because that ain't what our ancestors died for. They died trying to get the fuck away from this shit. Because when they was done with us and we was free, they should have put us on boats back where the fuck we come from. But they didn't. And a lot of you Negroes suffer from Stockholm Syndrome. You've been under the kidnappers watch so long, now you sympathize with the kidnappers. And I'm talking collectively. Black folks can't afford to hold on to this idea of integration and still win. We're going to have to separate ourselves as a nation and build within us so we can be a contender. We won't do it through integration. It ain't enough white people that give a fuck about our plight to make nothing move. And those in position of power damn sure don't give a fuck. We have to build within. We have to educate our children. We have to put uh, set rules and regulations, morals and values. And don't deviate no matter what society says. 
Sometimes you got to stand in the, in the tyrannical wind in order to win. You're going to have to take some losses. You're going to take some bruises figuratively, literally. For us to be free. And that's the kind of shit Angela Rice should be saying. Not they must have found her price. Controlled opposition. And I believe they're getting better. Just like the Terminators movies. Each one, every Terminator movie, the Terminator that they build to go kill John Connor gets better in some form or fashion. And now I feel they're training a lot of these Negro pins to step with a revolutionary foot. But just like all things fraudulent, sooner or later, you see what the fuck's up. So I'm canceling Angela Rye because to me, you're a Negro pin plant. And Breakfast Club, Angela Yee, that little shit you said, shut your ass up. Because ain't nobody talking to you. Keep reporting the gossip like you've been doing, bitch. Because you have no uh, intelligent point of view when it comes to this shit. Because you live in a world where you're being catered by them and they write your checks. So you're not worried about black liberation. Host, sit down. Angela Ryan, I'm calling you out because revolutionaries don't speak this way. You think our future hinges on voting? When in the fuck Hillary Clinton won the election, but the Electoral College stepped in and put in Trump? Bitch, fuck your whole life. We got to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Lion's Den. Next on the agenda is something that is totally, I guess, oh, the opposite of what I just spoke about in the last segment. I just hear lately a lot of my uh, girlfriends that are close to me and associates that are girls, girlfriends to me, just women, period, have been going through, you know, different situations with in the relationships that they're in. And um excuse me. If I I just want to say to you ladies that are going through the bullshit with these men. If you're in a relationship where you feel disrespected constantly, things are not where they should be. You're constantly unhappy. There's always drama, bullshit. He's verbally abusing you. He's uh, um, emotionally abusing you. Leave. Physically abusing you. Leave. Leave. Staying will do more damage to you than leaving. And I know the statistic on women who are in abusive relationships, you know, who leave, who are then subsequently hurt or killed. But guess what? A soldier always rather down their feet than down their knees. Leave. 
And I know y'all thinking like it's easier said than done. And that may be true. I'm not a woman who has suffered at the hand of anybody being abusive to me. Because I'll knock a nigga Koofy all the way out to Pluto about myself. Because I love me that much. But I understand there are some ladies out here for whatever reason don't either love themselves or believe in themselves or both enough to know and uh, and understand and recognize, hey, I don't deserve this shit. I ain't going to take this shit from you, motherfucker. I'm out. Because it's just too easy for a motherfucker to just, you know, run over you when you allow it. Because at some point, you, you're no longer a victim. You're a volunteer. If you stay in that shit, you become a volunteer. And that's why it's hard for me as an individual. I ain't speaking for nobody else. To feel sorry for women who stay in those motherfucking kinds of relationships. And you stay there. And you try to make a square pig fit in a round hole. It's never going to do it. It's never going to happen. You will never be happy in that state. Whether you have children or you don't have children. You don't deserve that. Just know from one woman to another, you do not deserve to be talked down upon, beat on, emotionally uh, dismembered. You don't deserve that. No matter what you've been through in your life, hey, I ain't grow up with no daddy either. My daddy ain't shit. He ain't worth a goddamn. And I knew that. I found. I figured that out at six years old. I'm 41. I figured out at six years old that my daddy wasn't shit. But in no way steered me to be with no emotionally, verbally, or physically abusive motherfucker. Because I love me. Me. I'm selfish in that way. I love me. I get up every morning and wink my eye kissing myself in the mirror. Good morning, sexy bitch. I love me. I love everything about me. I could be by myself or sit in a room full of people. I'm still the same tone. I'm still at the same frequency. I still got the same love for myself. I don't get lonely. But I know that I'm a rare breed. There are not many like me. There are a lot of people that uh, that attach their childhood trauma to their relationships as adults. And sometimes you need help sorting that out. And there's nothing wrong with therapy. Dead ass. There's nothing wrong with having someone objectively help you sort out your shit. Because it will definitely reverberate throughout your whole fucking life. And things that you would like to accomplish or want to do will not come to fruition because you're still clean and and clanked to this trauma. You have to get it sorted out. Now, I'm not going to suggest religion because I don't even believe black folks should even participate in that bullshit. But there is a higher power you can speak with. And you don't need no preacher or no choir or no usher's board or no or, or no Mary Magdalene or anybody else to speak with him. If that's the route you're going to choose. But action needs to go along with that. He's never going to love you. He's never going to change. Unless he's wearing a diaper, you can't change him. 
He's never going to stop being a narcissist. He's never going to stop saying disparaging things about you. He's never going to stop belittling you and make you feel like shit. He's never going to stop. He's not going to stop cheating on you. He's not going to stop fucking every bitch. He's not going to stop bringing you STDs. He's never going to stop because that was in him when you met him. He just ran game on you. So you saw another motherfucker than what it was. It's people good at that. I'll give you that. Because in the beginning, everything's peaches and cream. You're getting to know each other. Y'all all hot and steamy and fucking everywhere. And people skeeting and squirting and everything feel good. you be like, oh, I don't think I can ever live without this man. Then you get so far in. It might be one month, four months, six months, a year. Five years. It's people good at what they do when it comes to the masquerade. And you get five, ten years in, whatever. And then masks come off. This motherfucker whole Jeepers Creepers. Oh, shit. If you was in a horror flick, would you run into Jason's arms? Or would you run away from that motherfucker? Yes, it's that damn simple. It's y'all make it hard. Because you be like, I can't leave him. I got his children. I can't leave him. I ain't got no money. I can't leave him. Whatever reason you want to stick in the blank. It be justifications across the board. Or why would we feel like they can't leave this motherfucker? Well, if I just stop doing this and start doing that. If I just lose a little weight. Maybe if I grow my hair. Maybe if I do this or do that. It doesn't matter. He's still going to be a fucking dick. He's still going to be that motherfucker, that, 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 that fucking ingrown toenail of your life. He's not going to change. Men like that don't change their spots. They just get more clever. I ain't never met a reformed woman beater or a, revol- or a reformed woman abuser, period. Ain't no dude that just hit a girl just once. That's a lie. If he hit one bitch, he probably don't hit about four. You might be next if you don't get the fuck out the door. And that's just true tea. Now, it ain't all black men. It ain't all black men out here mentally abusing and fuck up, fucking bitches up. But if you got your one, you better get away from that motherfucker. Because you don't deserve that. The Most High didn't give you a soul and, and, and allow you to come through your mama's canal into this world and make it to the age that you are to be somebody's mental, emotional, verbal, physical punching bag. You got to think more of yourself. And for the women who have children, get your whole fucking life together because they are watching. You think they don't see, but they see. They see more than what you think they see. My children are 19, 17, and 16. And although I wasn't in that situation with their daddy, they tell me things that I never knew they either heard or saw as far as the exchange between me and him. So, you know, be mindful. Your kids are watching. See, my children saw the uh, me come out the other side of that lame nigga like, oh yeah, when you <laughs> shit got too spicy for the pepper mama, you put his ass out on the curb. You damn right. 
Because I wasn't going to put up with that shit. Out. It don't matter how long it take you. Get away. If you got to procrastinate for six months till you get your taxes back, till you get four checks saved up, five checks saved up, get away from that motherfucker. You can co-parent. If he physically abusive, uh, supervise. If he's abusive at on any level, you get supervised uh, visitation. But a lot of niggas like that, once you leave them, they don't want to fuck with their kids no more. Unless they obsess with you, then they'll, you know, that's another story for another day. But your children are watching you. And if mommy's not happy, you unwittingly are interjecting those feelings and insecurities and shit into your kids. And then they'll get grown and find relationships like the one you were in. And the cycle continues. And it's that deep. Children learn what they live. That's some real shit. That ain't no motherfucking myth. If your house is a house of discontent and discord, your kids will feel it. They might not be able to articulate it, but they will fucking feel it. And that's a failure on you as a parent if you allow it to continue. They're watching. When whoever busts up in you and you created a life, it is no longer about you, girl. Your wants and needs are secondary. You might want to be with this motherfucker, but he ain't good for you or good to you. You got to get your kids and get the fuck up through. Children are resilient. But when they are in perpetual bullshit, they can't thrive in that. They can, they can bounce back from a clean break. They get old enough. Why isn't daddy around? Well, daddy's been behaving badly, so mommy had to make a decision or whatever explanation you want to put on the table. But get the fuck out of that shit. Don't stay. He don't love you if he'll disparage you and belittle you and beat on you and, 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 and call you all kind of bitches and motherfuckers and you ain't shit and ain't never going to mount to shit. You ain't never going to be shit. Uh, uh, pick apart things about you. Make you feel fucked up as a woman. That's not a man that loves you. Love ain't supposed to hurt. And if it hurt, you got to skirt. Period. There's no but if. But when, but if I could, there's none of that. There's no room for that. Because your very life may depend on it. Because you don't have to die physically to be dead. I'm going to say it again. You don't have to die physically to be dead. And a motherfucker will suck all the energy and life out of you. And that just be more, more, more dead body that they'll lay on upon other dead bodies that they've laid in the waste. Don't be a motherfucker dead body. He don't love you, sis. He lying when he say he do. He can't be in one breath saying he love you and then now you a bald head bitch. Or a fat bitch. Or ain't shit bitch or thought bitch. Whatever name he come up that with that day. 
That's not love. That is hate. That is content. That is disdain. Not love. Get you and your children. Get you and yourself. Whether you got kids or not. Get out of that situation. It's not going to bode well for you. Clean break that motherfucker. So karma can step in and take care of this nigga. The longer you stay, the more you gonna pay. And everything in life costs, even the truth. So even where you go, you're gonna have to pay a price or some kind of price. It don't matter. I'd rather down my feet than down my knees. I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. A lot of you ladies got the game fucked up. You're looking for your daddies that were never there. You don't know it or won't recognize it or acknowledge it, but that's what the fuck's happening. You looking for this nigga. He ain't never going to be there. Because guess what? The time you needed him, you didn't have it. So guess what? You got to deal with the cards you were dealt. I didn't grow up with a father. So the fuck what? I stopped hurting over that long ago. You got to lay them You gotta lay them bones to rest, man. You do. For the sake of your children. If I'd have been holding on to everything that done happened to me in my life, you know how fucked up my kids would be? They wouldn't be as articulate and mannerable and as accomplished and respectful and aware as they are if I hadn't straightened out my shit. I done been through traumas in my life more than one. But I never let it make me lose focus of the one thing that's most important to me in my life, more important than breathing. And that's my motherfucking youth. I love them to the moon and back. And there's no, I don't even think you could quantify my love for them. That's how much I love them. I don't even think there's a word to properly describe how much I love them. And I don't give a fuck who you are. Mother, father, cousin, uncle, sister. I don't give a fuck. When it comes to my children, none of you motherfuckers matter. So I damn sure ain't going to let no man matter. Because my kids deserve better. They deserve a clean slate in life. As clean as I can make it. uh, Considering the the state the world is in. Your kids need a home base. They need a headquarters. They need a safe haven to stand upon. Because the world is fucked up. And if it's fucked up outside and inside... What the fuck you expect these kids to do? Yeah, there'll be some kids that arise above the chaos, but that's not an everyday occurrence. And why would you want that for them? Are your own selfish wants and needs? Because you want to be with this man? Because you love this man? Fuck you, 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 bitch. Fuck you. It's about them. Get out of that situation. Don't hold on to a motherfucker that been let go of you. Ain't never had you. And ain't never gonna have you. 
and don't give a fuck about you because that's why he can treat you like that. It's easy for a motherfucker that don't give a fuck about you to treat you like that. So if you already have the knowledge, damn, he don't give a fuck about me. Why am I fucking here? Why am I fucking here? Why am I here? Because one day this motherfucker might uh, catch an epiphany. How long you going to wait, sis? You going to wait for him to grow up? How long you going to wait? Because if you got kids, they growing up too. Who's growing? Whose growth is more important? Fuck this man. The most I made a lot of them, girl. And maybe, and just maybe, you need to take time for yourself and not deal with nobody for a minute and focus on your household and your kids and working and building your brand and your bag. Some of y'all go from one fucked up relationship to the next fucked up relationship to another fucked up relationship and drag your kids along the way. They get to see all this bullshit. Because you can't get your life together. Don't be that bitch. Don't be her. I know children who have grown up in utter chaos. And they cannot function properly as adults. Because when they were supposed to be taught certain fundamentals at certain ages, they weren't being taught because their mammy was too focused on a man. Or caught up in a man's bullshit. Or being abused and not giving a fuck about the fact that she needed to care enough about herself to show her children this is how you do when somebody is the jeepers creepers you get the fuck away children don't learn just by talking they learn by watching you do as well so you gotta do something or you do nothing your children are watching you though and you are setting the course for their lives with your inaction to handle your own shit. And I'm speaking generally because just here in the last few months, I've been hearing a lot of stories, seeing a lot of stories, people in my life personally going through this shit. And it's the same shit I tell them. Get the fuck out of that situation while you're still there. I can't be like you, Ebony. You so strong. It ain't about strength. It's about love. And I love me. More than anybody. Not more than my children. But as far as like romantically. I love me. More than I can love, ever love any man. I'm not going to sacrifice. Who I am. And who I am to my children. Excuse me. Just to be with no man. Get the fuck away from that situation. Get away. You deserve more. You deserve more. Love yourself. This is the Lion's Den signing off. Holler at y'all on the flip side. Welcome to the round table. <laughs> Unless you're living under a rock, <laughs> I'm <am> quite sure. 
Oh, it's gonna be hard to do this podcast without without laughing and hollering. Hey, unless you've been living under a rock, I'm quite sure that you saw the fall that could be heard across the planet. <laughs> Over big wide low <laughs> Pumpkin backed ass fell <laughs> while talking about balance. Hey, the irony of that is so rich. I I I feel like I'm gonna catch diabetes. It's just so rich. <laughs> oh my god. No, hey, hey. If you never believed there was a God, believe that shit today. <laughs> That hole fell out of nowhere. <laughs> she tried to blame the shoes. No, it wasn't the shoes. <laughs> Jesus be a water pill. <laughs> hey, hey, that Negro peeing bitch deserved that shit. Now let, let's see what's gonna happen to Gail. <laughs> Hell no. Hey, that shit was the funniest shit I think I've seen in the last 10 years. And I've seen some funny shit on the internet, but that right there takes the cake. Now, I know some of you high road motherfuckers are going to say, don't revel in other people's misfortune. Fuck this turkey necked hoe. <laughs> Fuck that bitch and 50 bitches that look just like her. That's what she get. That's what that Negro peeing bitch get. And guess what, bitch? It's on the fucking internet forever. <laughs> they making memes. They splicing memes of that caramel fudge basement bargain bitch. <laughs> that old... Bobble-headed bitch. <laughs> oh, Smokey and Robinson built bitch. <laughs> that is hilarious to me. See how karma work, y'all. You ain't you ain't gotta you ain't gotta you ain't gotta get hit by a bread truck for karma to and show her ass and embarrass yours. <laughs> Come on through, hey. Michael, Kobe, <laughs> Gigi, <laughs> hey, I know Monique hollering that she gonna get on camera and act like she taking the high road, but I bet you her and Sydney is in the bed right now laughing <laughs> hard as hell, cause I would be, I would be laughing harder than a motherfucker, oh bro, <laughs> Hey, I'm surprised it wasn't a tsunami alert issued because <laughs> that bitch fell hard. <laughs> hey, Oprah, you better stop falling like that. <laughs> you better stop falling like that. <laughs> you going to break a hip. <laughs> you know your ass got osteoporosis in your motherfucking lower back and legs, bitch. <laughs> you already walk like you got ricket toe. <laughs> Hey, oh, that is funny. And I was going to make this podcast yesterday, but guess what? I couldn't stop laughing long enough, and I'm... 
I couldn't catch my breath yesterday. That was the funniest shit. And the first thing I thought was Michael. Michael pushed her. <laughs> Michael came down like a smooth criminal. <laughs> Hell no. That is the funniest shit I have ever seen in the last 10 years. Like, that is the fall of the millennium. Hey, I didn't see, we didn't see motherfuckers fall. But that right there took the cake, and it couldn't happen to a better person. And it's not coincidence that it, 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 she fell on the heels with all this bullshit her and her sidekick, Deputy Dudong, been up to. It couldn't happen to a better Negro PM bitch. Because guess what, ho? Whatever you don't ever do in your motherfucking life and everything you've ever done don't mean shit. Because that fall is going to take it all. <laughs> That's all the kids going to remember you for, Oprah. Ain't that the fat black lady that fell? Didn't she spill chocolate syrup all over the stage? Hey, when she bounced, how high did she fly? <laughs> that hoe did not bounce. <laughs> she hit that ground with a thud. <laughs> All you heard was thud. <laughs> hey, Gail, you better watch it. You fucking run and walk outside and the house fall on your ass. That is hilarious. I hope all you Negro PS scum suffer some type of fucking karma of fate for going against your people, for targeting your people, for always coming for your people on the behalf of white supremacy. You don't ever want to turn on Massa. You love you some Massa. Massa sick, we sick looking motherfucker, old Sambo ass motherfuckers. And you want me to feel bad because that old bitch fell? I hope she falls some more. Fall again so I can holler some more. Yes, I'm reveling in it. It's the fucking, it's the hilarity of the week. <laughs> put this hoe, put this hoe in a circus. <laughs> Let it make her fall every night. <laughs> I'd pay to see it. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Fuck Okra Winfrey. <laughs> And K.L. King. Don't nobody give a fuck about them bassin' hound titty bitches. The only motherfuckers that give a fuck is you motherfuckers that snowed. We've already seen the man behind the curtain. We already know how these hoes work. We are not impressed. <laughs> not impressed with these bitches. And some of y'all will say, they've given money to the HBUs. They've sent so many black men to college. But then, in the other hand, they got a dagger shredding the shit out of the image of black people. You can't huh, say that one out and negates the other. And if you do, I, your frontal lobe probably isn't functioning properly. And you may need to go see a mental health professional. Because there's no way you can tell me somebody can be doing good in one hand and fucking you up with the other. And the fucked up part don't matter because of the good that they do. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know where you got that logic from, but you can take that shit back to the store. I hope you kept the receipt. <laughs> Hell to the no. Hell no. I wonder what she thought when she failed. Did she think, did her, did, uh, did her dog ears flash before her eyes? <laughs> Hell no. 
I wonder what she thought. Is this it, Lord? <laughs> or in her case, Satan, my time can't be over yet. I have so much to do. Because <laughs> ain't no way a lady like that worship God. <laughs> Satan is your daddy, bitch. <laughs> Hell no, <laughs> that old wide neck trapezoid built ass bitch. <laughs> she fell like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that is the funniest shit ever, ever. And if you think that this is a coincidence, there is no coincidence that bitch fell. That is not coincidence. That's karma, people. Pull up a seat. Watch how it works. She don't care who you are. She don't care how much money you got. She don't care what connections you have. She don't care how many powerful white friends you collect. She don't matter how many white penises you suck or booty holes you dig in. <laughs> Karma just showed you, Oprah Winfrey, that it don't matter who the fuck you is, bitch. <laughs> I will come and sweep kick your fat ass. <laughs> she... <laughs> she... <laughs> Karma came through and e-honded that fat bitch. <laughs> oh, you can. <laughs> what that, that do can. <laughs> that is the funniest shit. <clears throat> I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, shit. I cannot stop laughing. That is the funniest shit ever. Ever. I love to watch Karma play out. I love to watch Karma play out because Karma do his own thing and can't nobody stop her. <laughs> nobody can stop that bitch. She coming through like an 18-wheeler. <laughs> you better mind your shit. You better keep your nose clean because when you do egregious shit, Karma turns her head like, ooh, another one. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> they should have took her fat ass to the hospital to make sure none of the chocolate milk spilled out. <laughs> that old, hey, that old bitch is built for tough because <laughs> she lived to talk about it. Talking about it's the shoes, the old Kim Burrell defense. <laughs> oh my God, y'all. You got to know that this is hilarious. You have to know that this is hilarious. This is the funniest shit ever, man. I'm sorry. I'm just, I cannot say it enough. That's what you get, bitch. <laughs> That's what happens when you a Negro peeing fat ass, uncomfortable bill, bitch. <laughs> Best of hell, titty, fucking head, ass, bitch. <laughs> hell no. Hey, Gail shuddering in the closet. <laughs> Ain't nobody sink this bitch. <laughs> she hoping that the bitch don't that the grudge don't come get her. <laughs> Run, Negro PM bitches. Run. <laughs> Jason Whitlock, Terry Crews, Stephen A. Smith, you motherfuckers next. <laughs> y'all next with y'all uh, massive teeth-sucking asses. 
Y'all motherfuckers are next. Hell no, nah, that's funny. Hey, karma coming through, bruh. She coming through with her ass out. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who gets salty. I'm laughing at this old ass lady. You and her can suck my penis. Because <laughs> if you think that I, a person that can't stand bitches like that, Negro peeing bitches that go against their people, I can't stand motherfuckers like that. And I don't give a fuck if you man or woman. You go against black people, you ain't shit. And anything fucked up that happened to you, we all need to laugh. Let's all have a good laugh. Because <laughs> it truly is <laughs> funny <laughs> hey she could her choking on a ham sandwich wouldn't have been as funny as this shit cause it was out of nowhere it's like an energy came through and said Annie are you okay are you okay Annie Annie are you okay <laughs> are you okay Annie nope <laughs> I'm not okay now hey that's when you can say she is not okay. <laughs> She's not okay. She's not doing well. <laughs> hey, all you Negro peeing scum, you better be looking over your shoulder because karma's coming and she is pissed. <laughs> and people might say, oh, she just fell. Ain't no big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. Just get online and... <laughs> Witness the memes that are coming out of this shit. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. And everybody that's real and motherfuckers in the struggle and out here fighting for equality and liberation got a laugh yesterday and will continue to laugh. She is the fucking first hilarious thing of 2020 already. Like, we about to be laughing at your ass all year. I can't wait they put music to it. <laughs> Like the beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes song. Wait till somebody put music to it. I know it's coming if it's not already out there. Somebody gonna put music to this shit and it's gonna make it even worse. <laughs> and I'm here for it, honey. I'm here for it. <laughs> Fuck you, Oprah. <laughs> That's why your ass fell. <laughs> hey, I'm surprised it wasn't a beep when she hit the boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> when she hit the ground. <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla. <laughs> hey, my stomach been hurting since yesterday, y'all. I just, it's just hilarious to me. Oh, hell no. <laughs> the way you're making me feel. <laughs> Hey, Oprah. <laughs> hey, now. Quit all that laying around. Get up. <laughs> Don't take that lying down, Oprah. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy, Jesus. Please. Oh, help my weary soul. That shit is hilarious. She fell over like Humpty Dumpty, like... Oops. <laughs> what kind of shit was that? Hey, she was not ready. Hell no. Nah. It's the shoes. Remember that commercial? <laughs> With Spike Lee and Michael Jordan. It's the shoes. <laughs> I can't even do it. Hey, I am done for the week. 
with that shit. Like, that couldn't have happened to a most... The, uh, uh, hey, that couldn't happen to a better person. I'm telling you. That decrepit-ass, Negro pee buck-dancing-ass bitch deserved every minute of that embarrassment. Every fucking minute, ho. I hope they replay that shit to... Uh, hey, and when your ass die, you fucking dog-headed bitch, I hope they bring that shit up. I hope they show reels and you falling all over the goddamn place, bitch, because your equilibrium all balanced and shit. I hope they put that attack that to your legacy since you and your fucking stinking ass sidekick, K.O. King, want to bring up embarrassing shit about motherfuckers in death. I hope they play that shit at your funeral, you fat bitch. <laughs> Hell no. Next on the agenda, Lori Vallow's update. So from the last time I made a podcast about this, uh, Sadistic bitch. There's been new developments. The children are still missing. They've been missing since September of 2019. We're in March of 2020. They done let this weird hoe run around for months without having any explanation of where her children are. They done let, they, they arrested her in Hawaii, her bill is at $5 million. At first, they were going to, uh, she was going to have an extradition hearing to fight to stay in Hawaii. Now she's waived that extradition hearing and is uh, waiting to go back to Idaho to face the charges about her children. Now, she, this Valo shit is weird. She's the, her, the guy she's married to, Chad Daybell, wife is dead. Under mysterious circumstances. <clears throat> Lori Vallow's brother. Shot her husband to death. Who were trying to get custody of. Uh, one of the children. Because I don't think. Both the children are his. <coughs> I think he was trying to get custody of the little boy. If I'm not mistaken. Excuse me. He winds up dead by the brother. The Daybell's wife is dead. The sister tried to kill her own ex-husband because she don't want to fight in court. Now, allegedly, they part of this doomsday cult that uh, that's into the end of the world and shit. Some, some fucking weird shit, man. Weird shit. Now, if these motherfuckers were black, she wouldn't have this much leeway. Well, the first time the judge said, produce your children and didn't, if her name was Juanita Baker... Her ass would be in the jail. They would have put a jail on top of this bitch. This white bitch done been allowed to run all over the fucking world with no checks and balances until now. They just now arrested her and her children been missing since September. She has given no explanation, no viable explanation to where they are or an inkling of where they are. She just refused to say anything. Now, the stepdad's been allowed to get on a plane and fly back to Idaho. Meanwhile, all this bullshit's going on. These children are still missing. And unfortunately, folks, and I hate to say it, and I'm hoping that it's not true, but my gut is telling me that these children are dead. And they're trying to, you know, um, I guess, uh, stall for time. But these children are deceased. I think she killed them before she even left for Hawaii. 
She, they were probably dead when they first asked where they were. And she just ain't going to say nothing, which, which, which really don't matter because when they find out these children are dead, bitch, you are done, ho. And why she going to try to plead insanity defense? That's going to be her next shit. I can just tell by elongation of her face that she's going to fucking come with that. Oh, I'm crazy. You see how I believe in the doomsday? Y'all know I'm crazy. I see blue leprechauns and yellow moons and green clovers and pink elephants. That shit. That's going to be the next shit. Well, she's got mental illness. The same shit they always say when white folks do fucked up shit. It's mentally illness. They wouldn't act like this if they were mentally ill. Get the fuck out of here. That hoe is cold and calculated. You can see it in her fucking eyes. She said she rather she she is uh she told a therapist that she rather kill her kids and give them to the daddy. And as a mandated reporter, that therapist didn't say shit to nobody. See, that's the bullshit right there. That's where that confidentiality bullshit needs to go out of the window. That was a blatant threat. She is a harm to herself and others. When you say shit like that, I'd rather kill them than give them up. This was the husband was still alive. The courts even said the bitch was fucking crazy. They were about to get the daddy custody. Then coincidentally, here come the brother that killed him and, and claimed the man tried to attack him or whatever the fuck. Doesn't seem like some cult shit to me. That whole Vallow family dynamic right there is wonky. Lori Vallow, her niece, the brother, all of them. It's, 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 some, it's some weird shit going on. And instead of just putting a hammer down on these motherfuckers because they got the complexion for the fucking protection, they've dra dragged their feet about getting this lady to justice to find these children. You try to give her a chance to come around to the epiphany that maybe she should uh, cooperate. What kind of fuck shit is that? Y'all done let this bitch run around half the planet since September, vacationing, getting my ties, getting plucked and sucked and fucked. For months. She got the uh, oldest daughter who's 17. She got the cell phone been texting people. Either they got these kids in some underground bunk or some fucking where. Or they are dead. And I think they dead. This is the same. I'm getting the same feeling I did with the Susan Smith shit. I knew she killed her kids. The same feeling I get anytime these motherfuckers go missing. Like, you killed them. You can just tell. She ain't even emotional that her kids are missing. She ain't got on that uh, outlet and said, please help me find my children. Nobody finds that odd. Does anybody find that odd? That they got to ask where the children is at and she tight-lipped as fuck? They should have locked him and her up. Until you, until these children, you tell us where these children are, you are sitting in this fucking cell. And that is that. Until you give up the location, whether they are alive or dead, we need to locate their bodies. If you don't do it, you and this old slap jaw, scoop ball head motherfucker gonna sit right here and rock. You ain't gonna say shit. You just sit in that bitch. They'd have did it if they were black. And people say, don't make this a race thing. It is a fucking race thing. It is a race thing. 
White women are allowed to do all, whatever they want to their children, and the law don't do shit about it. Leave them in hot cars, feed them the alligators, put them in the doomsday bunker, hide their bodies in the cabin, got them all skipped up with the, rattling their bones in the barn. Ritualistic shit, all kind of fuck ass shit they be doing to their children. And they get a slap on the wrist. Well, don't do it no more. Well, you can make more kids, but I know you fucked these up, but you know, just next time. <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable. But there's no, there's no, there's no disproportionate in the law, though. We, we, we post, we post civil rights, though. That's what y'all saying? We all in together now. Everything's over now. We hunky dory now. The Lord, the the law reflects and it is equal to everyone. If you believe that shit, you a fucking fool. They blatantly showing you in your face with this valo chick, and she ain't the first one. It's like it's some unwritten law that when a white person does something that they, you know, they they just allow to pass. Even up to and not and not limited to and including uh murdering their own children. <clears throat> the Yates bitch. She drowned all her kids in the tub, called them in one by one and drowned them all while the husband was at work. They say the bitch mentally ill. No, she evil. That ain't no motherfucking mental illness. That's evilness. Hatred. Evil. They got nothing to do with no motherfucking mental illness. Some people are black hearted and twisted as fuck and they don't have a soul. We call it soul fucked. Here at the round table. Bitches like Lori Vallow and people who enable and help them are soul fucked. Do you know these, this whole got a fan base? It's some sick ass motherfuckers out here rooting for this hoe. And I'm nine times out of ten, they share the same hue. I tell you, Trump done brought out all the motherfucking wackadoos. I mean, it's already been wackadoos, but it's like when he became president, the floodgates just like opened all the way up, and now the inmates are running the asylum. There is no way she should have even been allowed to leave the United States. Are you fucking crazy? A judge tell you, I want to see your kids on Thursday. And you say, fuck you and dip. And they knew where she was and they didn't go get her. They just now arresting this bitch. These kids have been missing since September of 2019. That was last year. That was before Halloween. That was before Thanksgiving. They've been missing since September. And they have not forced her. To, and I don't want to hear that they can't. Well, they can't force her. Yes, the fuck they can. They force black people to do whatever the fuck they want them to do or need them to do. They force us. They find a way. It's a law for that shit somewhere because I see them do it all the time. You what? What now? It's cool for people. What is it? Is it allowed that white people are allowed to sacrifice their children if they need to, if they feel like they need to, or whatever the fuck? What is it? I just would like to know. I want them to say once and for all, like, look, 
we built these laws and we really wasn't considering none of you darkies when we did it. So yeah, it's going to favor our people because we just don't like you motherfuckers. I wish they would just say that shit. Just make a statement. Get on the TV and make a statement. Fuck you darkies. We made these laws just for us. You ain't got the, the uh, complexion for the protection. Get the fuck on. Instead of sitting there in our faces like this is supposed to be some equal shit and we live in a, uh, a land of the free home and the brave and all the rest of that fuck ass shit they try to pedal. <laughs> and then turn around and let bitches like Lori Vallow traipse all over the fucking continent without having an answer for where her children are. They need to lock their whole family up. Everybody need to be in jail. Yup, everybody, even the roaches. Lock them all up. It's not fair to them children because they could have been saved. If they did, they could have been saved. We'll never know now because y'all let this hoe do whatever the fuck she want for months. When the court asks you or demands or orders you to produce your children, excuse me, that's what you're supposed to do. And they gave this hoe like two, three deadlines and then they, she dipped. Went to Hawaii, run around. Getting sun. Having fun. And we don't know if her children are rotting away in a shallow grave somewhere. Because this whole, you you in the doomsday, bitch, but you didn't kill yourself. That's how you know the hoe ain't crazy. Because <clears throat> if she was real life crazy, she'd have murdered them and murdered herself and that Daybell character. It's some Lifetime Movie Network shit going on here, y'all. Watch, this shit gonna be a movie. Mark my words. This shit's going to be a movie because this a strange hoe done did some fuck ass shit to her kids. Everybody's going to want to interview her. They clamoring now. They chomping at the bit for when this bitch finally speak. They going to write her a check and she killed her kids. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, this country is so fucked up. If the Most High don't destroy this shit, he owe God him, he go, he owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology. Cause there ain't no way in the fuck this could be cool. Somebody lying, bro. How the fuck is these white motherfuckers keep getting away with murdering their kids? They get away with the shit, and I'm asking it rhetorically because I know why it happens. I, I'm not dumb, and I'm not, I'm not uh, unaware. I'm asking this question to provoke thought in the motherfuckers that don't ever ask the question. All this colorblind shit. I'm colorblind. You might be, but society's not. I don't see color. You might not do, but the law does. I've got black grandchildren. So the fuck what? I have a black friend at work, and what have you actively done to try to liberate black folks because we don't deserve to be under you motherfuckers' enslavement. We don't deserve it. We don't want it. We want out. And no, we ain't, you don't like it. Leave. Uh, not without my motherfucking 40 ounces in a pit bull. I need it. On deck, sap. I'll leave this motherfucker when you bitches pay me back for the fuck shit your goddamn ancestors did to mine. And unfortunately, your cowardly-ass ancestors died and pushed the shit off on you. It don't mean the atonement ain't no more urgent. That don't mean it's not urgent. 
So yeah, I get the fuck up out this bitch when you motherfuckers pay me my motherfucking shit. That's when I leave. And until then, I will bitch moan and complain about everything in this motherfucker. My ancestors built the shit, the infrastructure, the inventions that you motherfuckers enjoy. You're welcome, white America. The fuck out of here with that bullshit. And yep, I said it. You're welcome, white America, since you ain't got no fucking manners to say thank you. All the shit that you enjoy, including them cell phones y'all like to talk on and flash around and take selfies in and shit. Yeah, black motherfucker uh, invented it. Enjoy. Enjoy. Shit the fuck. Motherfuckers act like don't nobody deserve shit. Yes, the fuck we do, goddamn. This motherfucking country did uh, committed horrible atrocities against my people. And I ain't never, and they still committing them. And I ain't never going to shut up about it. It's always going to be some shit with me. Until these motherfuckers atone for what the fuck they've done, I'm going to keep talking shit. I'm going to keep pointing out uh, disproportion in the law and in education and everything goddamn else they doing out this bitch. And if it makes you mad or makes you feel uncomfortable, this ain't the podcast for you. A Riva Dirty motherfucker, cause I don't give a fuck. That's it, and that's all on that. I'm getting sick of you sensitive ass white folks acting like because we want to stand up for ourselves and not be uh with y'all all the time that we somehow anti-white. No, I'm being pro-black, just like you pro-white and motherfuckers pro-Asian and pro-Polynesian and pro-Hawaiian. Why the fuck I can't be pro-black and want to stand in my own nation on my own shit? Integration was the worst thing that uh, that happened to black folks. Integration and religion. Them is the two things that was the worst thing that ever happened to us. And it did contribute to our degradation and continues to contribute to our deterioration. And if you don't agree, I don't give a fuck. That shit angers my soul. These kids are in peril. They're either in peril or they're dead. But because a motherfucker feel like she got the uh, complexion for the protection, she's allowed all these leniencies. She's allowed all this leeway. And she's a fucking murderer. I'm going to call her out right now. These kids are not alive. And they done let the boyfriend leave Hawaii. So guess what? If they were still alive, he about to go do them. Or he going to give the word or something. Something's going to happen. These children are not, I, I hate to say it. I do. Because it really hurts me. Not only are they children, but the little boy is autistic. And I have an autistic son. I couldn't imagine ever hurting him. I couldn't imagine hurting any of my children. I couldn't imagine it. I can't wrap my head around people that do things to their children. What the fuck is wrong with you? Did nobody tell you to jump on that dick, boo? You saw it, they here, they here. You saw it about who you had them about, oh well. You don't want babies, don't have unprotected sex. That's the deal you sign. You don't get to kill them because you feel some type of way. You don't get to hurt them because you feel some type of way. Now watch this hoe, she going to get a slap on the fucking wrist when they find out that these children are deceased. Because I'm telling y'all, I'm feeling in my gut, man. I'm hoping on one in one hand, but my gut is pulling on that hope. Like, now you know this MO. You know this MO. And I hate to say it, especially with these blonde hair, blue eyed white bitches. Something be wrong with them. I don't know what the fuck is up with that shit. I don't know. 
I don't know, but it, every time it's a blonde hair, blue eyed white bitch, it's some fucked up shit going on, even in the fucking movies. So if, if that's the conclusion I come to, blame the movies, because that's where the fuck I got the idea from. TV movies, shows, every time it's a blonde hair, blue eyed white bitch, it's some shit in the mix. I don't know why that is. You have to ask, I guess, the uh, Trump and them. I really hope that they find these children. And I hope that they bring this bitch to justice. But I I, I think she's going to cop out on the insanity plea. And this fat, turd-neck bitch, Chad Daybell, the stepdaddy. See, this is why I don't like that stepdaddy shit. This is why I don't like that stepdaddy shit. You can't expect, if, if in the wild, a male would eat the bitch's cubs and make cubs of his own, what you think a human would do? Mm. This is the round table signing off.